Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show. And, uh, boy, it's a show I know Jason Cook listens to, Vice President for Marketing and Communications. As uh, a CMO, Chief Marketing Officer, as we like to call it, over at Baylor, joining us now. Jason, uh, final preparations for homecoming. But before that, I really wanted to get your take on this uh, on this Michigan scandal. Can you? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Hey, well, yeah. <laughs> you know, I thought you were going to ask me about the weather forecast. That's what I was prepared for. Yeah. So you threw me a big hooking curveball right there, uh, Matt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would. Uh, yeah, this Michigan thing has got, you know, I, I'm obsessed with this. It's got everything, all right? The NCAA is now on campus in Michigan and all, but I would imagine you don't want to visit too much about it. But uh, where you went to school in the SEC, they did not turn each other in because they knew, hey, if we turn them in, they might turn us in. But it seems with Harbaugh, the Big Ten has decided, you know what, there's strength in numbers. Let's all cooperate and turn Michigan in. And this has turned into a really, really interesting thing. Hey, happy homecoming week to you. And, uh, I mean, there's a lot going on, obviously. what The, the uh, president's – man, I don't remember Robert Sloan. I'm going to – I need to talk to him. I do not remember him having me over for dinner. And I've since become really good friends with him. Uh, but I, I don't remember a – a free dinner at like the president's house back in the day. Uh, but I understand, you know, in the last 24 to 48 hours, students had some sort of access to that. What, now, what was going on over there? Were there was uh, the first gent barbecuing? What were we? What were we serving over at the president's uh, house? You know what? It's this has been one of those new homecoming traditions that uh, came along with when Dr. Livingstone came on board and. Yeah, really looking at, at the ways to engage students in a really personal way. I, I mean, Matt, you know that she and the first gent are anywhere and everywhere on campus all the time. And, and so what they do is they uh, open up their front lawn and uh, we line up food trucks all, uh, all around the streets adjacent to their lawn. And uh, students can come in and get free food from their favorite Waco food trucks and it is absolute chaos, but the students really love it and appreciate it. And, you know, they get a chance to uh, to go up and, and meet Dr. Livingstone and meet Brad and get their pictures taken. And it's just it's become a, one of those really special personal homecoming traditions. Yeah. Well, Brad has a great uh, – he, he just has a great attitude, doesn't he? I saw him after one of those games that he was – and Baylor was getting beat by Tech, and I see him in the press box, and he goes something like, hey, Matt, still got the fourth quarter. I mean, he was ready for another fourth quarter comeback. I, of course, you know me, cynical Mosley. I'm looking at him like, oh, really? Okay. I don't see it happening, but uh, he's a great fan. And, of course, we're excited because basketball season's coming up, and, and hopefully football will, will turn things around uh, a little bit here, but uh, that, uh, the new arena, I mean, there's just so much going on and uh, even outside of homecoming, but that's got to be a cool thing around for everybody involved over there to be thinking about opening this thing. 
Uh, I can't believe it's about to happen. I mean, we've seen it go up. We know it probably will be able to hold a basketball game, but it still seems crazy to to think we're not going to be in the Farrell Center. Like come January 2nd and January 3rd, those used to sound like way far off dates. We've been talking about them for like five, six years, right? And suddenly yeah. it's here. Um, like how much do you find yourself kind of peeking in there? Because you do a bunch of stuff at the Herd Center, right? Do you – I mean, right. I, you know, all, all kinds of you, you kind of like moderate discussions and that kind of thing. Uh, and boy, you lead things over there. I, I, I've always wanted to hear your uh, your spill on the Herd well, Center. I guess I need to crash one of these deals. <laughs> well, you know, my office is actually in Robinson Tower. And yeah. we have had a bird's eye view of the uh, Foster Pavilion construction. It, it is it is amazing how fast it's come together, but now, you know, as the as we're near the the opening, uh, it's first of January. Uh, you know, it, it's like ants running around all the construction workers, but it is quite remarkable the work. And you know, Matt, you're you're talking about the first gent and being a big basketball fan. I I'm just curious if they have like special seating arrangements for the first gent because you never want to be in the seats directly behind mm-hmm. them because you really can't see around him once he gets cheering and get it gets uh, rolling for the Bears. Yeah, and my buddy Doug Hill, Marianne Hill, great Baylor people who you've probably met before. I, I looked down there one time thinking what you're talking about, and I'm like, who's down there behind him? And it was <laughs> my man Doug Hill from Dallas, Texas, and they've moved down to Waco, and they're right behind the first jet. And he gets oh. that towel waving. Yeah, you're right. That can be tough to sit behind. What yeah. do we do? We have him at six eight or six ten. What do we officially he, he list a, the first he jet? Is a, he is a legit six ten. He really oh is. My gosh. But, you know, it's it's been kind of interesting. Uh, you know, I was uh, in there just like everyone else, um, picking my seats, and that seat selection may have been the most uh, nerve-wracking thing that I've done at Baylor in the last eight months to make sure that I got the seats that I wanted that had the exact angle and the exact level and and things of that nature. But everybody keeps telling me there's not a bad seat in the house. And and, uh, after uh, taking a couple of sneak peeks there, I have to agree with them. It's going to be an incredibly exciting moment for the basketball team and you know, frankly, I think we're going to be really good this year. I'm really excited about basketball. What about the media area? Did you at least kind of look like, hey, did you say, where will y'all have Mosley uh, seated? I noticed the pandemic gave folks an, an, you know, an opportunity to get us away from the court. And then what I noticed is we never did make it back down there <laughs> at the Farrell Center. Hey, and by the way, your mark, whoa. Your mark put us up at the top of the Coliseum for the Big 12 uh, championships, which, again, maybe that's where we deserve to be. But, boy, once you have those front row seats for that stuff and then that, and then it's gone, that's tough. It's tough to deal with. There are people dealing with tougher things in life, I think. But, boy, <laughs> the media, we are good at complaining. Uh, but I, that'll be fun to kind of see how that all shapes up, and I'm glad you got your – tickets i hope you're pretty close i mean you're a pretty tall guy yourself i mean i'm not saying people aren't dying to uh to get behind you but uh certainly not at the first gents 
um, <laughs> uh, at that level. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, I saw that banner uh, talking to Jason Cook, CEO, uh, CF. Well, upgrading you. Yeah, uh, don't, CMO. don't promote me that much. <laughs> yeah, I know. CMO at Baylor, Chief Marketing Officer, and uh, man, does all that. That Pat Neff Hall banner. Now, that looked kind of cool. Uh, there was a picture of that up on social media, which, by the way, you're tweeting. I'm going to. I'm going to talk to some people on campus. You've had like one retweet in the past um, several months here. I'd like to like to see you engage again on social media. <laughs> I think. Well, you know, I got caught up in the uh, the transition to uh, from Twitter to X, to X. and check yeah. marks and, and things of that nature. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm a little bit lost uh, in social media mm-hmm. world right now. So. I, I might need uh, you to give me some uh, some tips in this new social media well, world that we're in, Matt. You should jump back in there on Facebook, and if and I don't know if you're a Rangers fan or not, but but that's where it is right now. Everybody's putting <laughs> the pictures of their kids, what age they were when the Rangers went to those World Series in 2010 and 2011. Like that, all that is that's the rage right now. All right, so if you want to, yeah, putting stuff on Facebook uh, for all that. What is your baseball team, by the way? What's your, what is your alliance there in terms of? And please don't say Astros because that was, uh, that was quite an ALCS we just uh, we just had. Well, uh, I'll tell you this: I uh, when I was at Mississippi State, I was a big you know, college baseball fan and, uh-huh. and, uh, as part of that, and I've gotten to where I just kind of lost, uh, that, that love for, uh, professional baseball over the last 10, 15, 20 years. So, uh, you know, I'll watch, I'll watch, uh, the playoffs. I'll watch the, uh, the world series, mm-hmm. obviously this time of year. So, uh, and of course, you know, being here in the state of Texas, uh, we will be pulling for the Rangers for sure. Okay, okay, that's very diplomatic of you. Um, <laughs> all right, and these events coming up, 1909, I would see it on the uh, uh, the homecoming parade. I think we certainly were the biggest. There's been some, you know, claims that somebody had one before. Maybe Missouri, I remember you bringing that up. I know Missouri claimed some things, but it goes all the way back at least until 1909. Now, do you have a... Uh, a favorite vantage point, and um, and by the way, who who had the best one in the SEC uh, that that you're aware of? Since you had some SEC in your background, did, did is there any SEC school? Is it Missouri, who used to be with us in the Big Twelve? Is it Auburn? I mean, like who who cares? Is any? I mean, nobody cares as much about homecoming as Baylor people do. But is there any yeah. school in the SEC where it kind of comes close? You know, homecoming is a special thing at Baylor, Matt. I, it really, really is, and and I, I think that uh, you know, probably in the SEC, it's the uh, you know the quintessential Southern schools. Uh, you know, your Alabama, your Georgia. I think okay. that those two schools are probably going to uh, have the biggest have the biggest play there. But I, I will have to tell you, I was thinking about you as we were. Uh, looking at the uh, homecoming schedule and uh you know maybe you could go to the mum making class uh tomorrow from 10 to 2 in the martin museum uh, you know maybe we could expand mm. your talents with some mum making for uh for homecoming i don't know 
Well, my daughter had one. The high school moms are still alive and well, as you well know, because <laughs> you've had kids come through. And these things, yes. uh, they don't get any smaller over the years. You know, you think, hey, no. these things will ebb and flow. But the, uh, the, the Texas homecoming mom thing it just never went away. And I assume, now Baylor moms, I don't know. I think that's kind of like, I don't think we'll see a ton of moms. But that, that was more of an 80s, maybe early 90s thing. But you, you're telling me there's some mum-making class, 10 to 2, over at the museum. I'll probably pass on that. Now, if, if there's anything over at the herd, there's some things I want to experience at the herd. I want to see a movie on that new, in that new theater because uh, yeah. I've been hearing cool things about that. But there's uh, the herd museum. Now, is that the place that kind of the homecoming activities, everything is sort of, that's, the, of course, the new front door to Baylor and all that. But is, are, is everything sort of happening over there, and that's where people can kind of check in? And, like, how much stuff will be happening starting maybe even as early as tonight? What's that going to look like? We used to have something over on the suspension bridge. And they used yeah. to, they called it like, oh, I don't know, extravaganza. And that may have gone, right. to, yeah, that may have gone away. All right. Like as thing, because one thing people love at Baylor is when you change things, Jason, you know, when you change things about homecoming, Baylor people really embrace that and love that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah that, but what will, <laughs> as you found. Didn't, it didn't take me long to, uh, to figure that out, but, uh, <laughs> Well, so so this is our first homecoming uh, with the Hurt Center being open. So, of course, we're calling it Homecoming at the Hurt to give us a little bit of uh, alliteration. But the building will be open all day tomorrow. But really beginning at 4 o'clock, we'll start with our Friday night huddle. Uh, There'll be a lot of activities for uh, for people uh, beginning at that time. Uh, We'll have uh, different kind of uh, sessions going on that we'll have – a session with our uh, Baylor Chamber of Commerce about uh, raising Indian Bell and what's going on with them. We'll have the national championship trophies, the Sugar Bowl trophies available for photos. We'll have a 360-degree photo booth in Carlton Hall. We'll have bounce houses and snacks and games and photo ops and uh, homecoming through the decades that you could do some photo ops with your family. Uh, in the Herb Center, we'll do some self-guided tours. And then um, you mentioned the Theater uh, Insider. We'll have uh, some musical performances from Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dream uh, Code. And then, obviously, at the Fudge Auditorium, we'll be able to show some scenes about Baylor Plus. So if, you've, if you're on the fence about subscribing to Baylor Plus, you need to go to the Fudge Center tomorrow uh, at 6 o'clock. Uh, beginning at 6 o'clock, and we'll be able to show what's going on in that awesome theater that's suspended over campus. And I will tell you, it has a great audio system in that theater as well. So all this kind of uh, kind of rolls mm-hmm. into uh, extravaganza. We still have extravaganza, but it's on Friday night that leads into the pep oh. rally and then okay. the bonfire. And after the bonfire, we're going to have a huge drone show uh, over campus, and we had one for the Hertz Center opening, but I'll have to tell you that the one for homecoming is going to be even uh, better. So, uh, so you've got the Hertz Center, and then uh, you'll roll into Extravaganza, and that's in the Fountain Mall area. All right, where's the uh, the dr- what the drone show? 
What time does that start? Give me kind of a ballpark for when yeah. that might start, and where was the best place to stand to witness a good drone show? Should I just pull off the road of 35, get out of the car? <laughs> What's yeah, my best? no, let's, let's still do that. So, uh, okay. so the, pepper alley, the pepper alley will start at 9 o'clock, and that will be on Fountain Mall. And then uh, we anticipate the bonfire being lit around 945, and uh, the drone show will be immediately following uh, after that. So bonfire drone show about 945, and uh, the drones are actually going le- uh, to lift off from the Minglewood Bowl area. Mm, so uh, mm-hmm. to the right of, uh, of Patna Hall, as you're standing on Fountain Mall, that's where the uh, drones will lift off from. We've got 300 drones, and uh, it's going to be spectacular, and they will be spotlight. the drones will be spotlighting different homecoming traditions. So we're really excited about that. All right. We used to have the slime caps over there at Minglewood Bowl, right? And and you'd get, uh, you would take those things around. I can't quite remember. We all had them, and you would sing to the – some of this stuff they've they've stopped, I'm sure. But we would you would sing songs – to the, uh, the 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 young women there at Baylor, and then, you know, they might give you a number or something. I mean, there was a lot going on with that whole slime cap thing. And then some yeah. people, like that, that's when they met their wife, like right there early on. And then there was always one guy who was, like, singing People Need the Lord by Steve Green <laughs> with about 17 <laughs> girls around. All right. For, uh, yeah, the guy in particular I remember was from Kennedy, Texas. And, and it, I just remember thinking, this guy's playing a different ball game than the rest of us. Uh, like he's he's right. got a little something going on here. But uh, well, just Matt, had the I, yeah. There's not a, an interview that I do with you that contemporary Christian music doesn't link in there somehow, some way. So I'm really impressed how you worked that in tonight. Yeah, I was on the uh, on an interview the other day, and somebody brought up the Winans, and I got so excited. Oh. It was like BB and CC and one of the other whinings, and I'm like, they're like, no, you probably haven't heard of this, man. I'm like, who do you think you're talking to? Yes, I've heard of. Yeah, yeah. I think you and I probably brought up Wayne Watson and some of that before. People of our age range. It was Stephen Curtis and and then Larnell a little bit. Sandy Patty ran into some issues, but she did some good stuff as well. All right, well, this is is fun stuff. Uh, I I appreciate it, Uh, and – uh, that'll be interesting. You know, back to that Michigan thing, by the way, from an enforcement standpoint, does President Livingstone, I mean, she's got on all kinds of boards, and, I mean, she was the chairperson. I remember that was like a huge thing when she was appointed to that. When they have to ramp these things up quickly, like they appear to be doing here, does President Livingstone have some oversight over over some of that? I mean, I again, I'm not uh, – well, I know we were having just a fun, nice conversation, but I've been obsessed with this Michigan story. And NCAA is already on campus. Like, they're, yeah. they're ramping this thing up a little quicker than they did the KU case, all right? They're, like, <laughs> on campus. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just sort of curious. Like, would President Livingstone be kept, you know, you know kind of, okay, here's what's going on, President Livingstone. Like, how much, how much um, involvement would she kind of hear about uh, an enforcement type thing like this that's moving pretty quickly. Well, obviously the uh, the chair of the board's not going to get involved in uh, investig- investigations at this stage, but 
uh, I could say that uh, that she's aware of what's going on, given uh-huh. that this is such a, a, a big case that's drawing a lot of media attention uh, as part of it. So uh, so she, I would say that she's definitely in the loop of what's going on up there. Yeah. Well, and she was on those boards when they were trying to address what enforcement's going to look like. I mean, she's served on so much. So, you know, some of maybe what's, you know, being happening She's helped form some of these things. All right, Jason, I you know, I could talk Michigan with you all day. I don't sense that that's probably what you want to do. Um, uh, but, listen, have a great uh, time, and I hope you'll drop by our pregame show out there uh, at McLean. Sometimes I see you from afar, but you kind of you stay at a healthy distance. So, you know, don't be afraid to, to, to slide over there and say hello, um, you know, as we prepare everybody for the big game on uh, Saturday with the Cyclones coming to town. Most certainly, most certainly. And don't forget the homecoming parade. Uh, it will hit campus about 8.30, okay? 8.30. It'll start downtown at about 8. Is that right? And then hit right. campus right. at, okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I used to be in that thing uh, as, a, uh, as a member, you know, riding my bike and all of that, of that group with the green and white rugby uh, jerseys. And uh, and then of course the Fijis. We went on to. I do not think we ever won anything. Uh, we did not. Uh, yeah, that was not one of our strengths. Uh, were the floats, but uh, those are good times. Make sure you go over to Pigskin too. All right, and uh, and really experience the joy of that, and know that the the Figams from ninety ninety three to ninety five three straight sing sing titles. All right, I just want to want to bring that up on homecoming. <laughs> Congratulations. Oh, Jason, thank you. Thank you. It means the world to me. All right, I'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks. All right, there he goes. Jason Cook.